You're tuning to the Port Key Cast, a weekly Harry Potter podcast where you follow the books chapter by chapter. Another week, another episode. You're tuning to the Port Key Cast. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Jonathan. I'm Alicia. And we are on chapter 10. Halloween. Yay! <laughs> now, if we were smart, we would have timed this better so this episode would have came out on the if week we of Halloween. If we would have thought 10 weeks before. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I I forgot that there was a chapter named Halloween. So I never really even thought to do um, this on Halloween. Now, granted, we could just wait and delay this till uh, Halloween, but you know, whatever. That's literally like a month and a half away still, so. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? I mean, it's like, we're just going to release it now and everyone's going to enjoy it. Um, so last we checked, we uh, left off. Um, they had just met the three-headed dog, Fluffy. They were heading back to the Gryffindor common room, and they did not like Hermione. Uh, that has not changed yet either. Um, I think that going from this chapter to the next chapter, one of the things that, that we got to remember is he's only been at school for like a month. That's the biggest thing that we got to remember. And he's already... Halloween, it'll be two months, almost, almost two yeah, months, exactly. Yeah, like a month and a half, give or yeah. take, whatever, you know? Um and he uh, he he hasn't been there very long, so he still has a very sh- small uh, inkling of what the what the wizarding I don't even inkling sorry word, but a small like knowledge of what the wizarding world actually is and has to offer him. Um, so he he's already on the Quidditch team. He's the youngest in a century to play for Gryffindor Quidditch team. And he's already uh, had to run away from a three-headed dog. I mean, you know, they say sometimes, you know, just being thrown in the fire is the trial by fire is the best way to to learn. So I guess that uh, there isn't much more of a fire than that. Hey, here it is. Yeah. As you hear, uh, Bolt, Alicia's dog in the (laughs) background... Uh, having a drink. He has joined us today in the studio because Elise and I are going to Ikea. Uh, Ikea? Ikea tomorrow. <laughs> you said that like you're from Boston. I, I don't know. I've never been to Boston. So. Okay, well, Boston, they take ours off words that have ours, but then they put them on other words that don't have ours. I, I, and I know this because one of my best friends from growing up is from Boston, and that is exactly how her mother talks. Oh, well, we're going to Ikea. That's literally how she would say that. <laughs> um, that's how my friend Tron, I say it. Um, so one of the things that, that really got me right when this episode starts is that they say how excited they were for their next adventure talking, they're at breakfast talking about how they were ready for more trouble. Yeah. They're saying they almost died by a fucking three headed dog. And they're like, yo, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can't believe that. Like for me, I'm just like, um, no, I'm good. Yeah, if I got almost eaten by a three-headed dog, I'd be like, I'm going to stay away from every door that's locked ever now. I would fly straight and just be, you know, as as good as possible. I would I would be the perfect uh the perfect student from this point out. But they I mean, they show that that's their personality from yeah. as early as possible. Well, so they're at breakfast talking about the three-headed dog uh and the the seven owls, six owls come bringing in a 
a parchment or a parcel and a seventh one brings in a, a parchment and uh, probably the saddest thing about this up ep- this episode is going to be the fact that when they did that they dropped harry's bacon on the floor <laughs> i was like damn the bacon and if it's anything like jonathan's bacon it flopped it did not crunch no so sad i mean bacon I mean, I'm not one of those bacon freaks that want bacon flavored this and bacon flavored that, but, but he likes bacon. a good strip of bacon is all I need. Um, so I would say, so it's, so if I was, if, if this was my first package coming to me ever by owl at Hogwarts and it needs to be carried by six owls, I'll just be like, fuck. Cause I haven't got anything before. And now here's this giant thing knocking my bacon off on the, <laughs> onto the floor and everyone's just looking at me. But um, the school got him a broom because he needed a broom. Which in a way is definitely favoritism. Yeah, they did like, not get anyone else Because first years aren't allowed brooms and the school has school brooms that, they, that he could have used. Like they literally bought him a broom when first years aren't even allowed to have brooms. Yeah, he could have he could have just like they're used... talking about bending the rules. They like were like, nah, just Whatever. give it to him. Let's let's just buy him one too. So he's sitting here with a broom. Nobody else has their own broom as a first year. The school has their own brooms. But the school like if I was a school beneficiary, if I was someone who paid tuition, I we still don't understand the the financial structure of the school, but we're gonna guess that they have, you know They do have some kind of tuition because uh Vernon Dursley straight up says, I'm not paying for him to go to that school. So there's some kind of tuition. Yeah. So it's definitely some people are paying. There's probably some beneficiaries, some rich beneficiaries who are who are paying you know, scholarships and stuff. Um they definitely have things that need to be paid for and i know that uh harry pays for it out of his uh vault that he's been left his fortune that he's been left they did not say that he paid for this though they definitely make it seem like someone else paid for him well mcgonagall paid for it or uh, mcgonagall i'm not, I'm not McGonagall, he, she talked but about mcgonagall talked about it yeah because wood said that he that they're gonna need to get him a broom so and Harry um, has no idea what he's getting, so he didn't pick it out. And I highly doubt that he was just like, here's my money. Have fun. Well, so they're, they're taking it back. Well, I guess he was 11. Um, they're taking back the, the, the... Him and Harry and Ron are, are going back to the, to, the, to the Gryffindor common room or Gryffindor to the dormitory. And they're carrying the broom. And Malfoy gets in their way and takes it. And he grabs it. And he's like, this is a broom. And he, and he throws it back to him. And it's like, I got to give credit to Malfoy that... While he did take it from him, he at least didn't open it. He just knew what it was the moment he grabbed it. Well, I mean, I feel like you can't disguise a broom too much. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't boxed. I think it was just probably wrapped in some paper. Yeah, and that's pretty obvious. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then, um, and then, so, Flitwick comes and he's like up, comes up to Malfoy's elbow or something. And Malfoy is like, ha I got you now. Flitwick, he's got a broom. And Flitwick's like, ah, oh, yes. McGonagall <laughs> told me about it. What'd you get? And he, and Harry. Which pisses Malfoy off. Harry no. all smugly was like, a Nimbus 2000. Now, I just want to point out here. Harry doesn't know shit nope, about brooms or 
or Quidditch. He says it's smugly because he knows that it's expensive. Yes. He doesn't know. He doesn't even know. Like he heard so, a kid say that it was the best, but he doesn't really know that. Like if you don't know anything about cars and someone told you a Honda Civic's the best car you can own and you'd be like, oh, cool. And then you'd be like, I have a Honda Civic. And then someone with a Ferrari is like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know any better, but you know, so, but it is very expensive because he saw the price of it. And but at the time, though, he did not understand the the, com- the conversion rate like we do. We we de- if you're listening to this podcast, you are a genius when it comes to to wizard money to muggle money conversion rates. That's a lie. Because we've talked about it. We have talked about it though. We have talked about it and tried to figure out how you possibly do these conversions. But um, but so Malfoy has a comet. 260 right and and uh ron's like you only have a comet 260 and it's like okay so like maybe um harry has a a lamborghini or ferrari but he but you know malfoy has a bmw like like granted yes one's gonna be better than the other but i mean it's not like he has he has like a like a hyundai or a (laughs) kia you know, he definitely has a, a good a good broom. I mean, I don't know I don't know if a Comet two sixty is good, but I'm I gonna no I'm, I'm gonna guess he has a good broom. With them being a Malfoy, I'm assuming he has a good broom. He probably had the best before the Nimbus two thousand, the Comet two sixty is probably the best broom you could get. Yeah. What was the other one that they talked about? When, oh, that's not till when, later. That's not till later. No, when Wood was saying we should need to get him either this or that. He like oh, compared two I don't brooms, remember. but I didn't I don't, I don't remember, remember what the other one was. I'd have to go back and hear it. But I definitely want to know now. Because, because it was definitely uh, Nimbus or something. something else. Yeah, I would definitely want to know that. Um, and then it was probably Comet Two Sixty, just because. Well, Hermione gets all pissed off that that Harry got a broom. Like, oh, you get in trouble. Like, we we almost die, and you break the rules, and you get a fucking broom. It's like, no, Hermione, that's not. He didn't get it because he broke the rules. He got it because he needed it to play the game. It's like if you're a kid in school and you don't have cleats and the school got you cleats, bless you, Bolt. It's like if you're a kid in school and you need cleats and the school got you cleats, you know? It's not, I mean, I, okay, like this is probably a lot more expensive than cleats, but <laughs> I just feel saying. Like, I feel, well, I mean, like compare it in the wizarding bless you, Bolt. world. <laughs> in the wizarding world, that's like their car. Yeah. Like the only other thing that they talk about transportation-wise is... I think they talk like deep into the books about like flying carpets back in the day. Yeah, and then they they banned them. Yeah, that was that was probably Umbridge who banned them. That bitch. Man, if I did a flying <laughs> carpet, <laughs> we yeah. would be doing Aladdin every day. <laughs> so Hermione's mad that they got in trouble, but yet she that they still walked away with a broom, and you know it's like it's just not the it's not a t- the time Hermione. This is fucking Hermione. You know it's it's just like. <laughs> Come on, like they obviously, it's obviously needed. It's not like, oh, you did something bad. Here's a broom. That's not how they were thinking. The broom was probably ordered before they got in trouble, you know, and before everything that happened and whatnot. So it's probably well, I think not that that she's, big of a deal. I think that she's mad that he consistently gets in trouble. Like what happened with the whole broom thing is that he was supposed to get in trouble instead of getting offered a spot on the Quidditch team. And now they're like, oh, here's his president. And he just keeps stepping out of line. But they haven't really figured that out yet, that he is, keeps stepping out of line. They think he has done the one time. Agreed. But th- you're going to see this as a reoccurring theme. Oh, well, they figured out in the towards the end of the book, or not even towards the end. By the next book, they figure out that this is a reoccurring theme that, you know, they just step out of line all the time. That's who they are. Yeah. 
Um, so they go, they go and they drop it off or something, and then they go to class or something, and then they go, then they go back to the room to unwrap it, and I'm just like. You took all that time to unwrap that because there's no way I wouldn't. Have no, been. like they I took it, they took it to the room. Yeah, exactly. I would have unwrapped it before I went to class. I'd been late to class. Yeah, I would have like fuck this. I'm not going to class. What am I gonna? Oh, but that's what. No. Can you uh, skip class in Hogwarts? Is it, it's not that easy. You live there. I mean, I would have. You live there. They literally know where you sleep. I would just do it. It's not that that big of a deal to me, you know. I would just be like, whatever, what are you going to do? Get to class. Okay, at least I got to sleep an extra 30 minutes, right? I mean, come on. I mean, maybe five points from Gryffindor, but whatever. You know, well, for me, it'd be Slytherin, so it'd be okay. Nobody wants Slytherin anyway, whatever. Um, so they go out to the practice fields. This is at like 7 o'clock. Um, and Harry, not even waiting for, for Oliver Wood, he just fucking jumps on the broom, but he is killing that shit first of all wouldn't you be excited too you would jump right on the broom if oh fuck yeah i would you would i wouldn't even listen again we're talking about going to class i wouldn't have gone to class i would have gone to the fields and i would have been on that broom as long as until someone came and got me in trouble that's i mean at least she made a face but you can't see her face she made a yeah me too yeah i'd probably not skip class but yeah, because you're Hermione over here miss hermione over here i've never i've never skipped definitely uh a george and Fred Weasley, so you said that weird. Because most people say Fred yeah. and George. <laughs> I flipped it. Yeah. Put your game down, flip it, and reverse <laughs> it. It's your. Oh my god! <laughs> Our best episode yet. Um. Yeah. So they start going over. Uh, Wood gets there, and he was like, "Good job, Harry. Like, cool. You're not in trouble. You did. You did good." Yes, I saw you. You're zipping around, zippity doo dah all day in it, and you did a good job. So he was happy to see Harry could fly right. It was a natural, and um, so he's explaining to him the balls of Quidditch. So let's we're gonna go over the rules a little bit and and the and and the balls and stuff. So you have the quaffle, okay, Which, and the quaffle is what the I want to know where she got that word from. Quaffle. Quaffle, like that is the strangest word. That might be one of the strangest mm. words in the entire series. Quaffle, how did she come up with that? I bet she was eating waffles. And she was like, this would make a really good ball. She was really I mean, It's kind of a weird looking ball, like from the she movies. Was, yeah, she was stoned if she thought that. Well, um, so, so there's the quaffles, the bludgers, and the... Um, bludgers make sense as to like what they what do. Does, yeah, and, uh, and the snitch. So the quaffle is used to score... And um, the bludgers are used as a defensive me- measure, and the the snitch uh, is what ends the game. So the game cannot end until um, the game cannot end until the the snitch is caught, which is really which is really cool. I really like that a lot. And um, so when you catch the snitch, you get uh, 150 points, which is a lot of points. Um, every time the quaffle goes through the one of the three rings that are 50 feet up in the air, that's 10 points. So the seekers, no, chasers, sorry. The chasers uh, are in charge of scoring, and they're the ones who do this quaffle. There's three chasers. Then there's two, two beaters, one beaters keeper. and one keeper. The beaters are in charge of the bludgers, and the keeper is obviously the goalkeeper to keep the thing in. And then the seeker goes after the snitch. 
The Seeker's literally not involved in the game. At all. Until he sees a snitch. Yeah. She. Can you imagine if that was like your oh, whole point? So boring. Well, yeah. it's funny because when Woods I mean, going, you have to be looking for it the entire time, but like... Here's my issue. Here's my issue with this. With this, you don't do shit the entire game until you until you literally end the game. Here's, if you're the other seeker and you lose, then you literally didn't do a damn thing the entire game. Here's my issue with this part of the, this part of the of the book of this chapter. Harry goes, oh, it's like a basketball, about the about the quaffle. Well, Wood looks at him like, what's a basketball? Okay, I mean, why would, why would he know about basketball? No problem, unless he came from a muggle world, right? So that makes sense. But then he pulls out a bag of golf balls. Like he knows what those are. Yeah, like they knew what golf balls were. Now, granted, now granted, we don't know if Wood knows what those balls are. They could have just given them to him because yeah. that's what but, they use. But definitely, it's uh, it was just something that was strange to me. And so Wood just throws the golf balls for Harry to go chase. But the thing is also, my thing with this is it's more like, like, Harry can watch Wood throw it and then go get it. He's never seeking the ball. I guess it's to work on his speed to go catch it. Yeah, I'm sure. You it, know, it's more of a being able to spot something from far away and like and go he get has, it. Yeah, yeah. But, he has to be fast enough to get it. So yeah, and follow where it's going. Because if someone, if someone would have hit a golf ball and asked me to go chase it and figure out where it went. Oh my! Listen, no I played I played golf for one year in middle school because my grandpa loved golf and he was all about me playing golf. My dad was a golf course superintendent. Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> and so when I played golf, my hardest thing was was tracking the ball. Like I would I would hit it and I would be like, "Who saw where it went?" And they're like, "Everyone's <laughs> like, that's your job." I'm like, "Well, they told me to not to not look up." And they're like, yeah, like when you go to swing, you don't look up. Like you might look once and then look at the ball the whole time during your swing. Well, my dumb middle school ass <laughs> would keep looking at the ball after I swung. So I had no idea where the fuck it went. <laughs> I will say I played in one tournament. It was a county tournament. So all the all the golf teams in the county. And I came in 50th at 175. Good job. I don't know how I did that. You just tip the ball around. Um, I really don't. I got lucky. Yeah, I I grew up on a golf course, obviously, because my dad was a golf course superintendent. But when I was super little, all he would do is like, you know, he would go hit the balls and he'd be like, okay, go run and find it. And I'd be like, shit, I don't know where that went. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I, I definitely know that like professional golfers have like their caddies watching it and stuff like that. And they have binoculars mm-hmm. and range finders, all that kind of stuff. I you mean, know? yeah, there's so much going on at golf courses or at golf cor- tournaments that you definitely know where it went. Yeah. They, but when you're just playing one on one, I have no idea how you keep track of oh, it. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to get one of those neon ones or yeah. like, why don't they have balls with GPS in them yet? On, on an app on your phone. Just, oh, there it is. Found it. And it's <laughs> open. It's in the water in an alligator's mouth. Oh, that's great. I think that I'm you from, have to be really bad at golf to not like, remember I am from born and raised in Florida and there were alligators on all of our golf courses. Legitimately. Yeah, not in New Jersey. No. We didn't have alligators on golf courses. Um, so yeah, so so moving on, this is a very famous uh, part of Harry Potter. Anyone who's a little bit of a fan knows this. They're in charms class. Flitwick is teaching them how to levitate objects. Hermione, this is when we... This is literally probably one of the most famous lines of Harry Potter. Well, the thing is, what we don't realize here is this is Hermione's literal attempt to help them 
get it right because she understands it she just sounds like a big old bitch because she doesn't come off and she's like hey let me instead of seeming like hey let me help you she's like you're doing it wrong it's Leviosa, well, not Leviosa. The issue is that they've already thought she was a know-it-all for this entire time. Yes, but so, she still could have came off a little bit. She could have, but like, I, I get that she's not saying it right in the right way at all, but they're already like, Fuck you know, you. all up in their guard against her, anything she says during class anyway, because she's already a know-it-all. Yeah, but she hits him, you know, this is the swish and flick, Leviosa, not Leviosa. And she gets it right, and you know, of course, Ron's all up in his feelings, hitting that Kiki challenge, you know, and he can't, and he can't just let it. You know, this is not going to age well. We're going to go back, and like, someone's going to find this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to be really <laughs> in like, in like ten right. years. I'm not into the current like trends, <laughs> and let me just tell you that. I got in the car, me and Jonathan completely matched, and he told me that it was embarrassing. And then he says stuff like that, and like, I'm, there's no one even around me right now, and I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, we're you wearing the same color man. shirt and the, and same, the same color, color pants. We're wearing a aqua shirt. She, hers is more dress, dressy because it's for work, and gray pants, but I'm wearing gray shorts. I'm, I'm the casual version of what she's yes. wearing. Yes. Literally, I walked up to the car, and I was like, we are literally Fuck. wearing the same thing. Yes. But yeah, so... Ron's feeling all bad, whatever. So he starts talking shit about her, and they they um they pass by, and and she's crying and she's upset. But see, that was her attempt. What they don't, what what you realize well, right there, this is she, when she she purposely knocked into them so that they would know that she yeah. was upset. She was she wanted them to know. This is when we know that Hermione was trying to be their friend. She was trying to. She was honestly trying to help. She just didn't know how to do it. She yeah. doesn't know how to socialize in that way. No, she was. She was. She's like, this is when I can. From this point on, you will never hear me say a bad thing about Hermione. I can, because this is when. But this is how the book was written. This is how it's supposed to be. But mm. she. But J.K. does such a good job of making you feel that way that you're like, like oh, oh man, damn. I feel bad now. Yeah. Like, you know, I made fun of this girl for the first ten chapters, and now I realize that she really is. A good person. Trying to be a good person. Yes. And from this point on, Hermione is amazing. So, Halloween is here. Yay, my favorite holiday. Ooh. My niece is being Hermione for Halloween. You know what's upsetting about Halloween? They don't don't wear any costumes. But I mean, they're they're already wizards, but you know, whatever. Yeah, but like, Halloween is literally for dressing up. Yeah. So, uh, but they go to the Halloween feast. They gain all the food. Uh, it's delicious, I guess. So, I mean, we're just going to presume it is. And Hermione has been in the bathroom crying the whole time. And, uh, you know, it makes you just hit you right now. Well, first of all, why did she go to the bathroom to cry? Well, Her their, bedroom the, is literally there. Yeah, but their dormitories are, there's multiple people in the one room. Oh, I guess. I mean, there's people coming in and out of the bathroom, but I guess she picked the bathroom she picked for a reason. Yeah, and you can always just kind of hold your breath and hope no one tries to come in. And when they come in, you go, Acapato! Man... I don't know. I think I'd still go to my room. I don't care if I shared it. I mean, she just fart really loud. People will leave the bathroom normally. <laughs> that tends to be what happens. <laughs> at least. <laughs> um, so they have, they don't know where Hermione is. Ron's like, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. And then Quarrel comes running in with his turban askew. 
And now, remind you, this book is supposed to be for 11 year olds. I don't think they know what a skew is, but I'm, I'm hopefully back then. I mean, I would have looked it up in the dictionary. In my house, we had a dictionary. Nah, I didn't look anything up. I would have just been like, either I knew it or I didn't. I'm still yeah. that way. Either I know it or I don't. If I'm truly interested in finding, I'll spend like an entire year on Google. Yeah. Otherwise, if it's just like a random word, like a skew, if I didn't know it, I would not care. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, so they, um, he comes running in and he yells that there's a troll in the dungeon. Now, my thing about this is, is quite simple. I don't know why I keep thinking it in the, the Lion King yes. voice. Every time Stimpy. I'm getting the <laughs> troll in the dungeon. Simba's down there. <laughs> um, I don't know why I keep thinking of it that way. But Harry is like, how did troll get in the dungeon? Well, Harry, let me explain something to you, man. You don't know shit about magic or Hogwarts or anything. A troll could have just walked in. How do you know trolls aren't supposed to be in the dungeon? You know what I'm saying? Like, that seems like such like a trivial little thing. But it's like, you don't know that trolls aren't, don't know how to get in and out of it. Now, Ron stands up and says... First of all, they found a three-headed dog in a hallway, so... What is the big deal if there's a troll in the dungeon? Yeah, like, I'm I, like, yeah, I know there's fucking three-headed dogs yeah, over so here, too. Like, there's a troll in the dungeon. And be like, yeah, there's a three-headed dog on the third floor <laughs> corridor to the right. I would for sure <laughs> be that person. I was like, yeah, and? <laughs> maybe it's the do- maybe the troll owns the dog. Who knows? <laughs> like, that's maybe we're, he just... I'd have been like, so we're fucking wizards. <laughs> After the three-headed dog, if someone told me there's a troll in the dungeon, I'd been like, yeah. So, I mean, there's... Talking pictures and moving and moving I'd stairwells like, and this food sure. just comes out of nowhere. Like it's such like a thing for him to be. It's such a hairy thing to be like, oh my god, how'd he get there? But you know, I will Who say, let it in. I have to know now. I will say this: their first response wasn't to go stop the troll. That wasn't their first thing. There wasn't like we got to stop it. Nope. They went to. They were they were following Percy. They were going to the dormitory, but then they realized that Hermione was in the bathroom so i'll give them this this is the only time that you're gonna see that these little fuckers don't think they're fucking superman can save the goddamn day here's what i think i just hit my keyboard (laughs) here's what i think i think carrie realized he has some powers and he thought he could fucking do something that's what i think it's like it's like if you woke up and you could fly right Mm mm-hmm and you think you're a superhero, but you're not bulletproof. You're not super strong. You're not super fast. The only thing you can do is fly. So you're going to go try to stop somebody and then you're going to shot and die. But you're going to fly in there. People are like, whoa, he's flying. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. It's just because like, you know, he doesn't have a, I don't know. But this was the first time that he didn't um, try to, they, they were actually following the rules. But then they had to go save Hermione. Uh, they stupidly lock Hermi- the troll in the bathroom with Hermione. How big was that door that the troll got that, into it? Yeah, like how... In the movie, it's not big. but So, JK obviously approved, so maybe it was a normal-sized door. But why would the troll go in there? Did he hear Hermione crying? Maybe, maybe. Um, maybe she was dropping a dirty log and he smelled it. <laughs> I don't think so. They're pretty clear that she was... Crying. crying. You can cry and poop at the same time. Listen, <laughs> Dane Cook said, said, there's three things in life that every human being is going to do. We're all going to cry. We're all going to lie. And we're all going to take painful shits. (laughs) 
I will never forget that. Thank you, Dan Cook. Um, but yeah, that's like 2007 material. Yes. No, that's <laughs> earlier than that. But yes. Um, but yeah. So. <sighs> so they go. They 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 fight the troll. But they do a pretty good job, I guess. Um, they. I feel like they were bumble through it than anything. I mean, they did. You got to think about it like this. They were very brave because they fought the troll. They threw some stuff at its head, thinking it was going to do something, and all it did was like make it kind of turn its head over. Like, what's going on here? Um, it definitely. I got to give it to them though. They're kids, right? And they and they went head first at that troll. Like, if I if this was me, I'd have been like, Hermione, come on, come on, just just fucking run, let's go. You know, I don't think I would be throwing shit at it to try to entice it to fight. But then, you know, Harry jumps on its back and he um, he sticks his wand up the up the troll's nose. And the only thing I can think of at that point is, dude, man, you just bought that shit. You're going to get it all bogey covered and... Well, what did he... A boogie. A booger. He's, a booger, yeah. A booger. <laughs> a, a troll booger. That's what Ron says. Um, no, that's what the recording called it, a booger. Yes, but it was in Ron's voice. Yes. Um, but it's like, yo, man, like you just fucking bought this and you're going to shove your damn wand up into it? Okay, whatever. Um, whatever. It's, I mean, it's his wand. Do what you want. This is a free country. Well, I, I mean, it's London, so it's... Oh, oh do they have a... Do they have... Is do the Wizarding <laughs> World a free country? Like, what? Like they have a prime minister? They have a prime minister. Yeah, that's... The Minister of Magic, that would be like the Prime Minister. Hmm. I wonder if they have like the same rights to, you know, the right to bear arms because they all have wands, right? So that's there. Okay. You have the right to, do they have the right to assemble? For, I don't know. I, I would, JK, I would love to know the Wizarding World's constitutional rights and not. Um, but whatever, give credit where credit is due because they defeated the troll. They bumbled through this just like they bumbled through everything else in all Yes. <laughs> they, like, if, if they were even slightly more competent they would have had no problems because they lucked their way through through this whole fucking For series sure. um not hermione hermione knew what to do at every step if they didn't have hermione it would have been a train wreck oh yeah oh yeah wait till we get to the last fucking book oh my god it would they, they would have died page one yeah dead that's it no hermione dead um but yeah so they get through it. Her uh, Ron uses the proper pronunciation of Wingardium Leviosa. Thank you, Hermione. And Hermione is probably so proud in that moment. Like, you know that she was like... like yeah. Yeah, I taught him that. She was... And uh, so this is... this At That's this moment, though... So they all get it. Like, they knock out the troll. Um, the, the, all the teachers come in and they're like, woo, got it. Quirrell is like, oh my God, oh, oh my stars, and sits down on the fucking, on the <laughs> oh fucking toilet. And, um, and he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my stars. And, um, you know, so McGonagall's talking to him like, you know, what the fuck happened here? And, and Hermione's like, it's my fault. I thought I could fight the troll. I think it would have been better off. The, like, I don't understand. I don't think they would have gotten as much. No. Trouble. They would have just told the truth, too. If to they would have told the truth, I think. I think. Either way, it kind of would have came out the same story. Like, oh, I was crying in the bathroom and they came to get me. Like, it still should have been like, well, yeah. you should have got a teacher for that. Yeah. Regardless. Been, and, and like, look, okay. But. I don't think they would have lost. I don't think she needed to take the blame for it. Well, Hermione lost them five points. 
you know, because And she of wouldn't that. have if she would have said I was crying yeah, in the bathroom. I, like, I was in the bathroom. I was taking a dump. Then the troll comes in here. I was crying. Like, it, then they feel bad. Then you get sympathy points. Then you really I don't mean, lose look, any points. Nobody wants to be interrupted by a troll while taking a dump. No, you're right. So I think I think either way <laughs> would have still worked. But um, they get the they get five points taken away. But then they each give uh, Ron and, and Harry each get five points for stopping the thing for stopping the troll. Now, Ron says this, but I have. I have to agree with him. Five points for almost for risking your life is it's not, not a lot. Of a lot. <laughs> no, it's pretty pretty much bullshit. Yeah, it's like maybe hey, that was just like the balance. Like, hey, you definitely broke the rules, but you kind of did something good. So I'm assuming that that was the balance that they gave them. I mean, but like their points increased throughout the series. Like they randomly just like, oh, you breathed correctly today. Here's five thousand points. And yeah. this they like. Yeah. Oh, you didn't fart in class. 80 points for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Five points for defeating a troll, though. So Yeah, you know, almost dying. And But at that point, that's when they realized that Hermione was their friend. Hermione was on their side. And this is this is really the turning point of of the of the of trio's the trio. friendships yeah and it's but it, it was done that way on purpose you know it was done to make you realize that hermione is a good person she was just lost in the world and she needed her friends yes and, and this is where she kind of says fuck you to neville and we yeah. all forget that they're your friends for oh, a while. Yeah. forever literally it, they it never comes back no never ever it's from this point on it's just Harry, Ron, and Hermione. It's not Harry, Hermione, and Ron. Which and Neville was just like out in the dust, like yeah, until the last chapter, until the last chapter, not the last chapter, the last chapter, no, no. second to last chapter. Yeah, way at the end of the book when yeah. you're like, oh wait, he he's decent. oh yeah, Neville. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There, there was that guy, but you know, like we said, if Neville would have gone to Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw or Slytherin, he would have just been a, th- a throwaway character. Mm-hmm. But he does come into play much later. And I actually can't wait. He actually, wait. in the last book, he does, like, take the leadership thing, though. Well, when I they go back to school, they they realize. So he comes back a little early on that. I can't wait till we get to, uh, we get to, um, Order of Phoenix, just to talk about the Neville Paradox, as I like to call it. It's going to be a really good, um, we need to start live streaming this so people can see you. I was talking to, I was looking at Bolt. He was giving me this look around, like, around you, like, I don't even know. I can't, obviously I can't say what his face, yeah. not a dog. He was just looking at me like, why aren't you paying attention to me? Why are you paying attention to this microphone? So, yeah. So, that's the end of, of that chapter. I think that, overall, this is really a turning point for... The whole book? For the whole book, yeah. This is, the first 10 chapters of the book, it's written, you know, for children, and it's and and the and the way the way it develops and stuff is for children, so children can understand and children can follow along. Uh, from this point on, it's pretty good. I mean, it was it hasn't been bad, but it's pretty good. Like it's pretty it's pretty like significant in in the roles of of the characters and what they do and everything like that. Um, but yeah, w- with that, we thank you for listening. Uh, we really appreciate all the listens we got. We've been getting uh, our our. I just looked at our numbers; they went up. So that's good. That is good. I'm very. I'm very I actually have been handing out our our business cards. You're have so you? proud of me. I am very. But proud only of you. when someone is like, "Yeah, I really love Harry Potter." You're like, "Oh well." Well, here you go. I have a podcast for you to listen to. Um, that's what I do too. Like, if I'm at the airport, you know, you all know I travel a lot. If I'm at the airport, I will hand out a card when I see someone with like uh, a Deathly Hollows tattoo, or a lot of people have like the Deathly Hollows 
um, keychain on their bags and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll see them and be like, hey, I have a, I have a podcast called The Port Keycast. You might be interested into it. The good thing is we p- I feel like we picked a really good name. So anyone who's into Harry Potter knows exactly what a port key is. Mm-hmm. So when they hear that, they're like, oh, Oh, they I don't have to explain that it's yeah. a Harry Potter podcast. I'm just like, hey, we're a new Harry Potter podcast. We really want you to to check it out. Um, from the people I've spoken to, they they really they really like our back and forth, and they like our our production value. Thank God, I am an audio engineer, so we started off. I already had all the equipment. We didn't have to have to dump a bunch of money into it. It's just a, we're just dumping time into it. Um, I just looked. We're only uh, we're already halfway through the first book. I know. Weird. Right. People don't. It's seven chapters left, and then a movie. Yep, that's what I'm excited for for the movie, the movie. for the movie <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think the way I planned it was uh, a few a few um, bonuses as well, where we go into some in depth about Quidditch and wands or stuff like that. Just just overall, uh, you know, we'll get in depth about certain subjects and whatnot from the book um after between in between so we do we'll finish it off right and then we'll do um we'll do a recap episode where we go back and just talk about the whole thing Mm -hmm. then we'll watch the movie and talk about how we felt the movie versus the the book the book and then we'll do maybe one or two where we dive into little idiosyncrasies that we have to get really deep into Mm -hmm. from the book that's going to help uh move into the the next book and then, then we start the next book. So it's going to be like three episodes that aren't related to, that are related to the book and the story and stuff, but it's not the related to a specific chapter mm-hmm. or anything like that. But with that being said, we thank you so much for listening and we hope to hear from you next week. Also, before I go, please follow us on all social media. Um, like us and subscribe to us uh, on on iTunes on the iTunes. If you're listening to us on the Apple podcast, definitely hit us with five stars and subscribe because that helps us in the rankings and the ratings. Uh, we're at the very bottom for what we do. Like we're literally like the last podcast, but that's because we're, we're so new, you know, we're only 10 weeks old. Uh, most people don't get a good ranking and following for like a couple years, but I mean, wouldn't that be awesome? You know, we're barely a year old and we're like the top fiction it would be fun that'd be cool um i don't think we have the follower base for it but definitely help us out with that just just go on the itunes app if you listen to us on itunes or the podcast app and hit us with a subscribe and a five a five star rating um because that definitely helps but any podcast any any app you listen to us on hit us with a with a subscribe and a ranking if they if they have it like stitcher Pocket Cast, any of those anchor any of those podcast apps that you that you're listening on but thank you so much and we'll catch you next week